Yeah, bit of news about the AFL always is. Let's cross to Fox Footy's Tom Morris. Tom, good afternoon. Afternoon, Rowie. How are you over there? Now, Tommy, Tom Mitchell to the Tigers, really? Well, what's your hesitancy based on? What Richmond need or what Hawthorne should be doing? Well, well, I'm just interested to know whether Alistair Clarkson or Tom's management or Tom or anyone from the Hawks might have rung you. Hasn't he got two years to run? He's got two years to run, but Adam Trelaw had five years to run. Jack Watts had two years to run. The contracts are probably only just worth slightly more than the contract than the paper they're written on. I mean, Eddie Betts was contracted when he left the Adelaide Crows as well. So there's lots of scenarios where players leave under contract, especially if it's mutual, mutually beneficial. And my information is that Tom Mitchell would be open to leaving the Hawks if it is mutually beneficial. Unlike, let's say, Adam Trelaw last year, who kicked and screamed and didn't want to leave no matter what, and in the end he had no choice. So um, and if Mitchell does leave, uh, his preference is to get to Richmond, which is in, in the premiership window and um, and would be able to, I guess, replace Trent Cochran in the next couple of years with another sort of ready-made in and under midfielder. This, clearly this, this is still very early, but the fact that there is discussion around the place regarding Mitchell and his future and the Hawks and how they're going to try to get some draft picks in tells you that at least it's a, it's a live option for Mitchell to potentially depart the Hawks at the end of the year. Yeah, he might be one one out, ten deep to get to Richmond. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants to get there. Hey, round 13 fixtures landed and fantastic SA Health, our transition committee, yeah. the AFL, have got Geelong in and out Thursday night. What a huge um, win this is for the AFL to stage this game in Adelaide on Thursday night when I think as recently as Saturday, I know it was recently as Saturday. Senior figures in the AFL were extremely pessimistic about the fact this game would be going ahead in Adelaide at all. So, uh, yeah, well done to the South Australian government and the health for allowing Geelong to come in via a charter flight from Avalon and then leave on the same night from Avalon. There was a few other options. Potentially, this game could have been played in Sydney. It could have been moved forward by an hour, an hour and a half. It could have also been played on Saturday. But the AFL is hell-bent, Rowie, and I'm sure you'd know this as well, in getting the season away in as normal a fashion as yes. possible. And if Geelong, if they can, if it takes an extra two days to get Geelong into Adelaide and then out on the same night, they're willing to take the extra two days. So it just means that Port Adelaide will have to go through what the Adelaide Crows have probably just finished, and that's a period of quarantine after the game. But mm. given that Port have a nine-day break after that game, it shouldn't impact their round 14 match too much. Yeah, and Crows, St Kilda will remain in Cairns, which is great. Carlton in review... It's very unsettling to do a footy review mid-year. Not a fan of this one, Dom. Yeah, neither am I. Well, only from the perspective, if I'm a Carlton supporter, I'd be thinking, what's going on? But there is a there's an appetite for change among Carlton fans, and whether that's assistant coaches, as we saw today, with John Barker stepping aside effective immediately, um, whether it's David Teague with a year and a half to run in his contract, moving on. I mean, there's a change of presidency. Who knows how, what's going to happen at the club? But this is an external review that will report back to Luke Sayers, who's the incoming president at Carlton, is not president yet, and the board. Um, Chris Chudd stepping aside as well. So there is winds of change just sweeping through the blues. I think, as you know, Rowie, the Carlton fans and board historically get agitated at the best of times. Now, at the moment, given it's been a long time since they've been successful, I think to say that the club and its fan base is agitated is probably an understatement. They want... They want it now, and the fact they're not getting it, despite having a gun fullback, a couple of gun midfielders, mm. the Coleman leader up forward, is a real issue for the club. And, and they continue to lose games in very similar fashion. And this external review, it is hoped by Carlton, 
we'll be able to set them on the right path, but it's a big if at the moment. Well, they're confronting and probing. You've got to tell a lot of truths, a lot of home yeah. truths, and you can split clubs at this time of the year. Last one, Adam Goods, thank you, but no thanks to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's a sad story. It just continues, it? doesn't it? It's five years since he retired, and as a result, he'd be eligible under normal circumstances to be part of the Australian Football Hall of Fame, which is a huge honour. I mean, the, the, the list of names that are in that special club is quite remarkable. And as Mark Robinson reported in the Herald Sun first thing this morning, um, he has rejected any uh, suggestion that he will be part of the Hall of Fame this year. He didn't want the story to come out, to t- take the gloss off the night, which was meant to be on June 22. But I guess it's just another chapter in a pretty mm. sad story. Um, about Adam Goods' departure from the game and his continued, I guess, I, I guess um, ostracisation away from the game because if Adam Goods had forgiven football, if football had forgiven him, if he was at peace with the sport, I'm sure that he would um, dump at this opportunity. But the fact is not. It's just a really sad story and, uh, and I'm not really sure how it's going to conclude in any meaningful way. If five, if five years doesn't heal the wounds, then I'm not sure how 15 or 20 yeah. will. We hope it does, but... It's just sad what's happened. Man of conviction and principles, Tom Morris, thanks for your time. Thanks, Rory. Appreciate it. Yeah, good man. Fox footy's Tom Morris. There. We're getting a lot of text, a lot of tweets. Can I just quickly say, just on Tom, he's part of the terrific show, The First Crack on Great Fox show. Footy, which yeah. you can watch Thursday night. Jared Healy and Nick Del Santo on Thursday night. That's Channel 504 on Foxtel. Uh, and keep the Bob Jane teammates coming in, but we'd love your calls, 8223 on Goodie. This sums up a lot of them at the moment. Hello, gents. Unfortunately, he's doing it again, and this is the reason he was not liked then and he's not like now. This has nothing to do with his race. He does himself no favours. That's his choice. Cheers, Craig. Well, it does. He's affected that way, Craig. And you need to respect that. Hello, Jeanette. Yeah, hi. Look, I feel sad about it. I'm not an Adam Goods fan, but and I think he's just drawing attention to himself again. He should have accepted it gracefully and left it at that. I, I think, you know, his name should be up there with the rest of them, and it's not going to be now, and that's just sad. Don't you respect him for being a man of principle? No, no. I think he should. He's been he's been honoured with uh, given this award, and like why you know he should just accept the award. They wouldn't give it to him if they didn't think he was deserving of it. Yeah, but the AFL body has ostracised him and drove him from the game, and he hasn't forgiven them. Mm, well, I, mean, <laughs> I think that's a bit sad. Like you know, trying to talk about forgiveness and reconciliation and everything, and he just he just keeps on drawing attention to himself in a negative way. I think, just my opinion. Okay, no, Jeanette, Thank that's you. what we want. Thank you, and that's why we're throwing it open. This one here represents a lot as well. He's not getting a lot of love, goods. You know, I didn't expect this, Bob Jane team, uh, guys. Adam was not booed due to race. The booing started after he bullied a 14-year-old girl on national TV. Of course he's a legend. But it's sad the race card is being played. Cheers, Brian. Brian, you can't say playing the race card. You're not him, Brian. This is the thing I think. People don't want to hear from a Indigenous man the truths that a lot of white folk don't want to hear. And when he says it and delivers it the way he does, you you know... I don't know whether this is the right way to put it. People love Eddie Betts. Now, he's starting to have a say on, on, on things, but and, and, and you heard him in our grab, and we've spoke to him a number of times. He wished he was strong enough and he stood up. Eddie Betts will be a champion for his people and his race in the game, and he will push the same 
boundaries is Adam Goods. You wait and see. So I just hope people don't turn on Adam. It's amazing the, how... The, no, these discussions have to be had. I agree. It's amazing how history changes too. Adam didn't know she was 14. He got racially abused. He called it out. He doesn't know how old she is. He just heard it and he pointed it out. People like to change the narrative. They do. A lot of people just didn't like Adam. Correct. And imagine if you're in a workplace and you hated it, and then they say, hey, come back mm. and let us celebrate you. No. Do, do you know what? I I really respect a man that stands by his mm. principles and his convictions, and he has. And for that, I salute him. Chelsea Randall's re-signed with the Crows until 2023. News just breaking for Fleurio Milk, so that is great news for the skipper. And Kevin Sheedy's going to have his say on Adam Goods next.